0: pelicans almost beat the atlanta hawks losing one hundred two ninety nine, and it's kind of a waste of a game i'll explain why in today's episode of locked on pelicans let's go you are locked on pelicans your daily new orleans pelicans podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans in NBA. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison at NOLA Jake on Twitter. Here with you all on this Thursday, ready to break down the Pelicans' 102-99 loss to the Atlanta Hawks. There's a couple ways to look at this, and I think they're all valid, and they probably all exist at once. There's the glass half full approach of you know what, the team kind of looked really good throughout this one, going up against a team that made the Final Four of the NBA last year. But it's also a waste. You need to get these victories, and I'm going to explain why coming up. Then we're going to look at the defensive rebounding issues that they had in this one. I'm not sure there's there's much more they, they could have done, and I'll explain why. Plus some other notes from this game. Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Kyra Lewis Jr., Herb Frickin Jones, my goodness, Devontae Graham, um, and Trey Murphy, both two rookies closing the game out. So we got a fun show today to talk about what was a Really interesting game for the Pelicans last night in their loss to the Atlanta Hawks. And also, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. We are free and available five days a week for you all. No one else coming to you like this. Podcast form on YouTube as well, wherever you get your stuff from. We're here breaking it all down around what is kind of an interesting team right now. And one that I would say is trending upward despite thinking that last night's game against the Atlanta Hawks was a wasted performance. It feels like a waste because you have no Zion Williamson in this one, right? You're a six-point underdog to a better team. You're expected to lose. And yet, despite all of that, you go right at him. You go right at one of the final four teams from last year. And I mean this in like a very positive way that you do that, right? You take it right to them, right down to the final possession, essentially. You weather issues with defensive rebounding. Atlanta Hawks had 21 offensive boards, a pretty bad game from Nikhil Alexander Walker, and despite all of that, right? No Zion either. You're still right there. Not winning sucks because of that, right? Not winning is wasting that margin for error that you had in this one. Because the next time you play this team, a very good Atlanta Hawks team, even with Zion, let's say, you're gonna have, and you have some of those issues, you're probably going to lose. Atlanta only made eight threes in this game. Trey Young wasn't his usual, like amazing self, right? Bogdanovich was four of 12, and they were missing just a lot of wide open looks that weren't due to the defense. They were just breaking some shots. You have 10 turnovers if you're New Orleans in this one, right? The stuff that's been killing you. You do all that right, and you just can't win. And that's a really disappointing thing and why it feels like a waste. Plus, you had a kind of an error by Willie Green, like a rookie head coach mistake on that final possession, drawing up that isolation play to the right side for Brandon Ingram. You had Herb Jones inbounding it. They didn't even guard him on the inbound. And once the ball went into Brandon Ingram, they weren't guarding Herb Jones at all. He needed to have subbed him out and put someone else in there who's at least somewhat of a scary threat to score, or more so than Herb Jones, who despite having, I think, a really good game, scored eight points, even made a three. Like, no one's going to be guarding him it created some issues. That's is why B.I. ran into some trouble. I don't even think he could have swung one of the passes to Devontae Graham out there, kind of on the wing and the, behind the break three, or even to Herb Jones who was in the middle. Like That play was just kind of doomed, and largely because they kept Herb Jones out there, and it allowed him to basically put two bodies on Brandon Ingram. You waste this. You should have won. You had the win right there. You don't always get that in a situation like this. And Willie Green had an interesting quote, I thought. After the game, and he says, quote, they played hard. They played together. We had opportunities to win this game, but we came up short. I think the big picture for us is that we'll win games like this in December and January and February. End quote. Yeah, that's that's the big picture, right? Absolutely. He's not wrong on that. I agree with him fully. But that's in the future. Today was today. Yesterday was yesterday, depending on when you're listening to this or watching this. And now you're one in four. And it's not the end of the world. It's five games into an 82-game season, but it's today. It can't always be looking about the future. This is a really pivotal year for New Orleans. When you have an opportunity like this presented to you to be able to get a victory despite not having the best performance from some of your guys, you've got to take it. Do we really think this team's only going to have 10 turnovers? Probably not. So that becomes of more importance to get this victory when it presents itself something they weren't able to do last night and that's why I think it's a, a waste is it an indictment on them no like they they looked good right do you, if you throw Zion in there do you do you maybe win this one you're like yeah probably but maybe Atlanta doesn't play as poorly as they did at times in this one right maybe they make a couple of more threes and really start to run away with it which it looked like they were going to do at one point but this is what the game was you needed to get that victory Two and three looks a whole lot better than one and four in a really key year. Zion comes back, they get better, sure. But if they're winning games like this in January and February, and they're ten games under five hundred, does it does it matter? Then you're looking towards next year, which is not something the Pelicans can totally afford to do. So yes, Willie Green's right; they're going to win more of these close games later on, I think. But this is the game you had today. You had the opportunity to win it you couldn't get it done, that's an incredibly disappointing thing. And that's why I think it's a waste. But it's not all bad, right? It's not like this team's bad. It's just a waste of a game. You had a chance at home, too, no less. You're not going to do that all that often. Hence why, you know, they're they're one in four. So, But let's talk about the defensive rebounding issues. If you want to kind of point to one thing that really kind of doomed them in this one, it was giving up a ton of offense boards to the Atlanta Hawks. That's going to be coming up here next. And, and why it is an issue and... Isn't an issue, and sometimes there's just only so much you can do. But let's talk about that because I saw that on Twitter and I agree with it to an extent of like, man, too many offensive boards for Atlanta. We'll get into it coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Before we do that, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans brought to you by rockauto.com. With the ever increasing number of makes and models out there, it's impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or kind of intimidating questioning while you wait? And the person behind the counter orders the parts they have on their computer, choosing only the brands their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket, so you can save time and money when using rockauto.com. And look, I work on my cars. When I need parts for them, and one of them is older than I am, it's 45 years old, and I need a lot of parts for it, this is the cheapest place I've found. Easier to, to kind of navigate and find the parts you need. It's a daily drive. It's not even a daily driver. Cruise around the city, right? Like it doesn't need brake, uh, race car brake pads. It just needs brake pads. They're gonna make sure I'm safe. Those are cheaper. I can get them at rockauto.com, or if I wanted to try and track it, I could get the brake pads that let me do that sort of stuff. So whatever it is you're looking for, you can find it and at your price point on rockauto.com. It's a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, and the prices are reliably low for every single customer. So go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs, whether it's brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, whatever it might be, they have it. even new carpet to refresh your ride a little bit. So go to Rock rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need visit rockauto.com Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is also brought to you by BetOnline.ag. It's back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before over at BetOnline.ag. And BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this year. So head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. It's free money right now there maybe we need to start looking at herb jones props too whether it's basketball football baseball postseason nhl boxing and ufc right to your favorite vegas casino games don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports over at betonline.eg bet online where the game starts So thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. We are free and available on all platforms, breaking down everything you want to know about this team. The good, the bad, kind of, you know, everything kind of being mixed. Like I think last night's game against the Atlanta Hawks was. It was a waste, but I'm also encouraged about this team, and I think they're going to win a lot of games in the future, hopefully. And they're starting to really put some things together, and they look like a dramatically different team than they did last night season but an area that they really struggled against the Hawks was giving up offensive rebounds and second chance points to them that's not going to get it done and that's an area that they just got crushed last night 21 offensive boards for the Atlanta Hawks in this one I don't have the second chance point stats just yet but I'm going to see if we can get those at some point maybe while I'm recording this and we can try and see what All of that was, though I have it here, it was 19 second chance points for the Atlanta Hawks. You can't let a team like that do it. You know, that's a team that is pretty good. Don't let them get second chance opportunities. You lose by three, right? Changing one, two, three of those and you win the game. So again, you had your opportunities to do it. But here's the thing. I don't know if there's much else that New Orleans really could have done to try and limit that. I saw people screaming like, get a stop, get a defensive board on Twitter. Like, man... They didn't really have any rebounders out there, right? Like, this is where losing a guy like Josh Hart's really important. Zion, to a lesser extent, right? Like, he's not an amazing, amazing defensive rebounder, but he probably can grab some. But Josh Hart is one of those guys that grabs boards he has no business getting. And having him out of the lineup and out of the rotation really hurt the team in that area. And then you have Valanciunas, who's oftentimes... You know, the only big out there to a certain degree, right? It was a lot of wings and guards playing with Valanciunas. There's only so much he can do when Atlanta is aggressively crashing the offensive glass. When he's maybe taking a guy like Clint Capella and then uh, John Collins is still out there on the court. Or it's Gallinari out there and there's a lot of length and height that they're throwing at you. And there's just nothing he can really do. You saw that John Collins put back late in the game. You know, and everyone's screaming, like, you don't box him out. Like, uh, there was no one to box him out, to be perfectly honest. tunes maybe could have gotten in there, but he was so far away that I don't think he was quite worried about that. And he came from so far back, it wasn't like you you, you were in position to put a body on him. When I look at the lineups that they were using, uh, I think defensive rebounding it was going to be a bit of an issue. Plus, the Atlanta Hawks are a good offensive rebounding team. They're eighth best in the league going into last night's game. It's just one of those things that you're going to kind of have to deal with a little bit. And when you do get those stops, like, I don't know, don't give up 21, but if it had been like 15, I could have lived with that. And that's even still a little bit high. So this team right now, based on the lack of another like true big man, really, like maybe Herb Jones, but is he more of a wing? Um, You know, when you look at this roster, who else is supposed to grab a ton of rebounds? There really isn't anyone, right? You have... Uh, You're you're not giving minutes to Billy Hernan Gomez right now. Again, Zion will help somewhat. But Jackson Hayes hasn't kind of developed like we would have hoped he would have coming into the year. He only played 11 minutes in this. He was decent in those 11 minutes in this game and maybe gets a longer leash next game. But he's not an elite rebounder either. He's more of an offensive guy, maybe a times rim protector. There's not really anyone else who kind of grabs boards other than maybe Josh Hart. But he's injured right now. So again, what do you kind of expect To happen in a situation like this, which is why I can't get like too upset over the 21 offensive boards for the Atlanta Hawks. I think this is just kind of a issue that's going to remain an issue for a little bit for the New Orleans Pelicans and they've just got to kind of weather the storm till the offense becomes so solid that you don't even really need to kind of worry about that sort of thing. But it's an issue and it's definitely something that kind of needs to be monitored. And it maybe means New Orleans needs to look for some sort of other big man or rebounder that they can throw out there if this is an issue still when it comes to the NBA trade deadline. And they do have that trade exception from Steven Adams, $17 million, that they can use to try and get someone who can kind of do something like that but they definitely need a little bit of rebounding help uh it feels right now to really end some of those possessions for the opponent because the defense is starting to grow and they're starting to feel pretty good so I'm I overall like it's just kind of one of those things I shrug like I don't know if there's like an easy fix for this just yet and don't scream just box out it's not as simple as that like it's not as simple as that so don't go that direction with it um it's just kind of be one of those things that you've got to kind of deal with. Like, Valchunas had 15 boards, six of them were offensive, nine defensive. There's just no, like, super elite defensive rebounder here, and so, what do you expect, right? Especially when Atlanta's tall and they throw a lot of guys forward and really go after those sex and chance opportunities. But look, would I help them win the game? But that's going to be one of the issues, I think, with the roster going forward with it all. So coming up, we'll talk a little bit more odds and ends from this game, maybe the end of the game, too. Kind of Brandon Ingram not closing the way you'd have liked. But again, I think that's kind of issues with the roster. Nikhil, Kyra, Devonte, two rookies closing the game, too. I think that's kind of impressive. So all that's coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we get to that though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by Postmates. Do you smell that? Those are my drunken noodles from the Thai place that I absolutely love. Whether it's like the sauce or like the perfectly cooked like chicken and all the vegetables in there, it's absolutely delicious. But the best part, that it showed up at my door because I ordered it with Postmates and I didn't have to go out and get it in the pouring rain. With Postmates, I get all of my favorite foods from the local restaurants in my neighborhood delivered. No leaving the house and even better, no getting in the car or having to find a parking spot, anything like that. And Postmates isn't just all about burritos and sushi. I can order things like toothpaste, phone chargers on demand as well. That's because places like Walgreens and other convenience stores are also on Postmates. And my favorite part, when the app lets me know that my food or items have been delivered, everything is right outside my door yeah. <laughs> It's so unbelievably easy. Just download Postmates on iOS or Android. Find your favorite foods or that one thing you forgot to get from the store and get it delivered on demand. And for a limited time, Postmates has given our listeners a little something extra. New customers will get 50% off your first five orders of $50 or more when you use promo code LOCKEDONMBA. That's code LOCKEDONMBA to get 50% off your first five orders of $50 or more. Max savings of $100 per order, but that's a lot of money you're saving just by signing up and using postmates right there so just download the app or sign up online it is super easy offer subject to change taxes and fees apply offer valid for 30 days after you add the promo code to your account today's episode of locked on pelicans is also brought to you by sweat block the sweat block anti-perspirant wipes which we've been talking about for weeks now these are the wipes that stop sweat for seven days, and people have been listening. We have friends of Locked On who've tried Sweatblock and they absolutely love it. Straight out of Hollywood, we have a producer who was working on the set of a Marvel movie, might've heard of those things. She was working 18 hour days for weeks in the Atlanta heat. She heard about Sweatblock, started trying it, and absolutely loves it. No more sweaty production days, and she even reports that one of the A-list actors, I don't know which one though, uh, have started using it to stay dry on set and on the red carpet. So there you go. Locked on listeners loving sweat block. It stops excessive sweat for up to seven days per use. It's doctor created, doctor recommended, and there's no risk to try it. They've got the dry shirt guarantee. Sweat block doesn't keep you dry. You get your money back. And it's not just for armpits. Use it on your chest, back, feet, hands, anywhere that sweats. And I mean anywhere. So if you or someone you care about is dealing with excessive sweat, you have to check out Sweatblock. Get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with promo code LOCKEDON or at Amazon or CVS. Thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day, free and available five days a week for you all on all platforms, wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. And for your second listen, go check out Locked On Saints. Mark Ingram, coming back to New Orleans, to the black and gold. I know Alvin Kamara is so happy. I don't know if he's good anymore, though, and so that's why I'm tuning in to Locked On Saints to make sure to kind of know what to make of that transaction. But pretty cool to see overall that he's going to be back. So make sure you listen to Locked On Saints as your second listen every single day. So talking about the Pelicans' close loss to the Atlanta Hawks, I said I think it's a waste. Does the have full waist? Yeah, but you still kind of like threw that through the water out. That analogy got away from me there. Um, but they should have won that game, and it's, it's disappointing that they didn't. But there's a lot of room to grow. One area, again, that you think can improve upon is Nikhil Alexander Walker. He had a rough game. Three of 14 from the field, 0 for 7. From deep in this one Just six points on the night And 30 minutes of action He was so bad That he got benched By Willie Green Didn't close this one out And instead they went With two rookies Trey Murphy and Herb Jones Which was the right choice You know He's been inconsistent You can look at his Points per game And be be happy with it 17 points per game But his shooting Has not been good And he's not been efficient And that's something That concerns me a little bit For a team that at times Has struggled offensively You you can't be wasteful With the ball And it's not that he's wasteful But 17.3 points game going into this one. This is going to change when you look at this tomorrow. On 16.3 shots per game, that's pretty bad. He was shooting, and this is going to go down to 38.5% from the field and just 31%, slightly under 31% from three. That's not the step we were hoping to see from him. He does do some good things when he drives and does create for others, but he's still been inconsistent with that three-point shot. They're going to need him to space the court They need him, of all the guys right now, to kind of take that leap forward. He's shown some flashes of it. It really wasn't his night. This is kind of his time to face adversity. I'm going to be really curious to see how he responds. We saw Jackson Hayes do well with this last year. Can Nikhil come through with it as well? And Zion was there on the sideline in this game talking to him, kind of building him up, being a really good teammate. And I like to see that type of interaction between those two guys. But he had had a rough one in this one. But again, there's still time for him to really start to put things together. Another guy that at moments looked good, Look really good, who's kind of been up and down this year was Kyra Lewis Jr. He had a number of really, he had one really nice transition score where he just used his speed to blow by and lay the ball in off the glass and score. He had another one where he kind of got into the teeth of the defense, into the paint, used a nice little like kind of hesitation move to keep the defense off off balance and then managed to score at the rim. But then there were other times when you saw him take early threes in transition or in their offense, let him fly, which isn't the worst thing to do. But he was 0-2 on those shots and his three-point shot hasn't been reliable. But I'd like to see him continue to be aggressive. He showed off that he can score at the NBA and that his speed can really be an asset and he knows how to weaponize it to a certain degree as well um and no turnovers for him or sorry one turnover for him I also thought was pretty good but like limited minutes for him not the biggest role in this but I was actually kind of impressed and I felt pretty good about his game I also want to mention the balls on Willie Green to use two rookies to try and close the game out and other than that final possession where Herb was, was probably a liability and they should have used someone else They were good in that situation. A lot of coaches wouldn't do that. That's a pretty scary thing to do, to try and throw two rookies out there. And while Willie Green has made some mistakes, I like that he's willing to do that and he feels comfortable in his job to be able to go and do that and put the best players out there. It's kind of like an under-the-radar thing, I think. You know, How many coaches ever would start a second-round pick in his second game ever? Right. And have that guy be a key contributor. Willie Green is clearly seeing something in Herb Jones and having that eye for talent, I think, is a really important thing. And then Devontae Graham, one one game after not having your three point shot, he had it going in this one. Five of 10. That's what we want to see from him. Right. That was a guy who was willing to let it fly and then making those shots. Volume and percentage are the two things to really creating a lot of court gravity. He clearly has it. Nice to see he can keep influencing games in multiple ways. Six assists, five rebounds for him. You know, when you kind of look at it, Valanciunas, you know, not having the biggest impact in this one, but 16 points, 15 boards, and it took a lot of Atlanta Hawks players to really kind of slow him down and really commit, like, resources on the court to to minimizing his impact. Devontae Graham in back-to-back games really showing out and in different ways. David Griffin's got to be feeling pretty good. Right now, and rightfully so. He's made some mistakes, but right now, those two things look really good over these first five games, and he deserves the credit for that because he's the architect of the team. So, as much as I kill him on things, he deserves this one, and he should be kind of in his mind at least taking a bit of a victory lap. So, we got another game this week, Friday and Saturday, too. We'll preview those on Friday. We'll talk a little bit more about Zion, kind of give you an update there in tomorrow's show. Got a lot to cover, so we'll do it all and get you set for the weekend here at Locked On Pelicans. Make it your first listen every single day. And as always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Jake on Twitter, and I'll be back with you all tomorrow.